Hello, beautiful people. My name is Shay Rowley, and you are listening to another episode of Better Left Said. I know some of you that were here for the last version of my podcast are a little surprised to be hearing this intro the next immediate week after last week's episode, but like I said, I'm coming a lot better this year. I'm going to come with consistent content. I'm going to post every week. Like, we're really doing shit differently this time, I promise. So here I am with another episode for you guys. Um, Just really quickly, I would like to say a thank you to everyone that has been retweeting my stuff, sharing my stuff, telling their friends and family to listen to my podcast. You know, it really does mean a lot to have such a large amount of support. I know there's people that like to act too cool for school and pretend like they don't give a fuck whether people like their shit or not, but I'll be real about it. I like that people like the project that I'm, that I'm putting out for you guys, that people enjoy what I have to say and how I feel on things. And people look to me as some kind of, I don't know, some kind of Oprah or something. Y'all think I have all the answers. (laughs) So basically it, it means a lot to me that you guys are being so kind. It warms my little heart. It really does. So if you were around for last year's version of my podcast, which I like to refer to as the old version, you'll notice that episode two, Healthy Mind, Healthy Clit, is still up and posted on the new version. And there's two reasons for that. One, that episode is, I guess, the mental health episode. And I feel like that episode was really in depth, I guess you could say. I feel like it not only helps other people, but you know, it helps me too. It helped me when I was recording it. So I felt like it was important to leave it up so that, you know, more people could listen to it. More people that have already listened to it can go back and listen to it. And for two... That episode was very vulnerable for me. I don't really tend to get that open and that emotional, especially in front of strangers. You know, I don't know you fucking people. So I just want to be clear when I say this. I will never, ever in my fucking life get that vulnerable with strangers ever again. That was a one and done. A one and fucking done. So... If you haven't listened to that episode already, go and listen to it. I think it's pretty good. If you have listened to it already, go back and listen to it again. I'm sure you don't have anything else to do with yourself. And the extra views wouldn't hurt me either. So that's that on that. Now, before I get into things today, I just would like to say Black Lives Matter. Black LGBTQ Lives Matter. Fuck Donald Trump, fuck Republicans, and all cops are fucking bastards, especially whatever raggedy, broke-down, pathetic, power-hungry cop you're related to, bitch. And I would say a lot more regarding that, but I'm very angry, and high blood pressure runs in my family, and I don't want to kick it in prematurely, so... I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to send all my love to all the protesters out there who are fighting the good fucking fight, especially to the motherfuckers in Minnesota. I could not point Minnesota out on a map before everything popped off. But as we can all see, 
by all the various buildings that have been torn the fuck up and burnt the fuck down, they are indeed about that action. And for that, they have my full respect. You know, somebody telling me they're from Minnesota might hit a little differently now. I hope y'all tear every cop the fuck up and burn every fucking building the fuck down. I wish I could be there with you guys. There isn't much I can do from New Zealand except send money, send love, send prayers. I really wish I could do more, but it is what it is. I'm doing what I can. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, we can proceed with today's show. So if you've been following me on Twitter for a while, you know that I'm pretty open about my sex life, right? I'll tweet about wanting my guts pounded to mush or getting my spine split down the middle like a Kit Kat bar, etc., etc. And because of my openness, I get a lot of questions from women about how to go about having a hoe phase, how to go about having a safe hoe phase, blah, 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 because apparently Shay is the hoe messiah or some shit. And with Miss Rona keeping us locked in the house, dickless and horny the past couple months, I've gotten an influx of questions about it since apparently you girlies are planning on popping that pussy post-pandemic. So I figured I would dedicate an episode to giving the girls a little guide to being the best hoe you can be. Now, disclaimer, (laughs) at almost 24 years old, I've calmed down a lot, like a lot, a lot. My patience for men and just people in general is pretty much non-existent. So I do keep to myself a lot these days, but ages 17 to 21, baby, honey, child, the stories I could tell, the stories I can tell from when I was 17, half of them are not legal, but, um, (laughs) oh, they're so not legal, but, um, I have compiled a short but effective guide to safely and successfully popping that pussoir. Uh, this is shit, you know, I learned on the job, shit I learned in retrospect, and shit I learned by just observing other people and how they move. Now, while I like and enjoy all people, I have only, unfortunately, dated and fucked men. So my scope is pretty narrow. However, Y'all know I'm about inclusiveness, so everything I'm saying can be applied to everyone, he, she, they, none, whatever, unless otherwise stated, because as we all know, there's some shit that only cis hetero men do. So, with that being said, number one, stop calling it a hoe phase. What is a hoe? What is a hoe? There's no clear-cut definition on what a hoe is, because people, men especially, We'll call any and all women hoes. You're a hoe if you suck a man's dick. You're a hoe if you don't suck his dick. There's whole cultures and religions where men think you're a nasty, tainted gutter slut if you're showing a dollop of ankle or a little bit of kneecap. So, like, I feel like we can do better than calling it a hoe phase. Because what you're actually doing is you're doing you. You are doing you. And this should be a time where you're exploring the kinds of things you do and don't like sexually and otherwise. You should be exploring the kind of people that you like, trying different flavors, or if you like the same flavor in different packaging, whatever, whatever floats your boat and makes you happy. And that's what I believe is kind of what it's about, you know, finding what makes you happy. And the big thing that I took away from my time in sin is that 
I now know exactly what I don't want in someone that I would take seriously. And I say seriously because, you know, if you're just fucking someone, you're not really taking them seriously. You're not really thinking about a long-term relationship or wedding bells or anything like that. So at this point in my life, at almost 24 years old, with all the time and sin that I have, I was able to take away what I do and don't want in a partner, in a long-term partner. And I think it's really important to know what you do and don't want in a partner because people, especially men, prey on that kind of uncertainty and indecisiveness and they find a way to use it and manipulate it in a way that causes you to do shit that you don't really want to do. But that's a talk, a very long talk for another time. But my point being is, it's not a hoe phase. It's just you doing you. It's just a doing you phase, you know? Why do you have to be a hoe? Because you're fucking? Everybody fucks. And the people that aren't fucking wish they were fucking. So there's that. Number two. This one is pretty gender specific, okay? Men lie. All right, they will lie about snow being cold or the sun being hot. They will look you right in your fucking eyes, your brown fucking eyes, until you have the most beautiful green eyes he's ever seen. They lie, okay, and completely unprovoked half the time. So, to anyone that is listening that has sex with men, especially straight men, do not let them lie and trick and manipulate you into health problems. I will repeat, do not let them lie and trick and manipulate you into health problems, okay? They do not give one fuck about their own health, so you have to be really diligent about taking care of yours, okay? These creatures will attempt to fuck people they barely even know, unprotected, no condom, someone they've known for an hour. And I'm speaking from experience when I say that, okay? I don't know how many times... I've had guys that I don't really know like that, or I barely know like that, who I'm messing around with, and they make the attempt to fuck me raw. We don't know each other. For all I know, you have every fucking STD under the sun. For all you know, I have every STD under the sun. So why? 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 It's fucking sick. These sick subhuman creatures will barely even know you, but want to slide their bare dick inside you. It just, it's, it doesn't click to me. But with that being said, always, 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 always have condoms on you. Okay. None of that. Oh, I don't have one. Let me hit raw and I'll pull out. No, no, none of that oh, I got tested two weeks ago. No, probably a lie, unless you can pull out some receipts, but those are probably fabricated too. And dudes love to do that. Oh, well, I fucked a girl three weeks ago and she was clean, so that must mean I'm clean too. Huh? Hmm? The fuck kind of demented math is that? Like, how does that even... Just don't believe anything anyone says about test results unless you done sat in the clinic getting tested with them. Not just men, anyone, okay? I know a lot of us are super stuck on not getting pregnant and repping fuck them kids gang, but I promise you, I promise you there are worse things to end up with than a baby, okay? You can get rid of a baby. If you live in a pro-life state, we can get you to a state that does abortions. 
If you can't afford it, we can we can get you some money to get the abortion. I can give you some money to get the fucking abortion. But we can't get rid of HIV. We can't get rid of infertility because you had untreated chlamydia for seven months, you know? And now you can't make the family that you've always dreamed of making. We can't fix that. So you have to be careful and you have to put yourself and your health first, always. You are your biggest advocate in in any situation, not just the ones where you're trying to fuck, okay? Always have protection. Always ask to see some test results. And I understand in the heat of the moment, you're not going to ask to see papers because even I don't be doing all that all the time. But that's when having condoms comes into play, okay? Or just fuck people you actually know and trust. But that's neither here or there. I still think you should use condoms on them. Number three, while we're on the topic of protecting yourself, let's talk violence, unfortunately. And I'm going to speak from the hetero point of view here, I suppose. But men are violent. Straight men are fucking violent. They're violent against women. We all know this. Therefore, we as women should take steps to protect ourselves. And for the we should teach men to not harm women, women shouldn't have to do this. Yeah, whatever. But y'all aren't teaching them shit. So we have to do this. Anyways, I personally carry a pocket knife. I have Two, that I like to alternate depending on my mood. Uh, They're cute. They're compact. I can easily hide them away, back and pop them out if I need to. I love them. Now, there's pocket knives, brass knuckles, or you can just wear a bunch of rings if you're a a ring kind of girl. Tasers, pepper spray, keys between the fingers. If you're really about that action, you got a gun. I'm trying to get to that level. But... I don't want y'all meeting up with these people from Tinder and Hinge and Bumble and Grindr and whatever the fuck other sex apps y'all are using these days and not having some kind of weapon on you. I think generally all women and LGBT people should be carrying around a weapon. Um, You may not agree. That's fine. But I just think the way the world is, the way the world hates people like us, and feel the need to attack us unprovoked, we should be prepared to defend ourselves. And if that means having to stick a knife in the side of someone's neck, it is what it is. Do what you need to do to get your ass back home safely. Even if you don't ever think you'll need to pull a weapon out on somebody, have one on hand anyway, please. It is so much better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Surely y'all understand that. Number four, you do not have to do literally anything you do not want to do, okay? Nothing. There is nothing that you have to do if you don't want to fucking do it. If you're not feeling like it, don't do it. I think one of the common misconceptions about the hoe phase, and even I had this issue when I was younger, is you don't have to fuck people just for the sake of the hoe phase. You know, you don't have to fuck any and everyone you come across for your hoe phase to be valid I guess you could say it's about what you want and what you want to do and who you want to do you know if you want to go on three dates before you fuck the person do it if you don't want to go out on a date at all and you just want your clit sucked off the bone do it if you've been eyeballing your coworker for months and it finally seems like they're giving you the green light go for it I don't recommend but your business not mine 
You know, if you went to Walmart for some Q-tips and a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but ended up getting your ass ate in the bathroom by some zaddy you bumped into in the cereal aisle, go the fuck off. You know, do the things that you want to do. Do what makes you comfortable. You know, I did some things when I was younger that I most definitely would not have done if I knew better, a lot better, but uh, it is what it is. I did it, so hopefully you guys don't. Um, nothing crazy though. I should make that very fucking clear. I just meant like, I shouldn't have let Tommy put his dick in my butt. Not sad, pathetic stuff. Like letting my ex drive my car after finding out he was fucking my sister or some shit. None of that. None of that. Never me. And with that, we have reached the end of my how to have a hoe phase list. Obviously it's not really that short. I had to compact it for this podcast. Obviously, if anyone has any questions, anything they want me to expand on, you guys are more than welcome to DM me and I'm more than happy to make myself a little more clear. Um, I hope with that chunk of advice I gave you that you guys all go out post-pandemic and live your best lives, getting your spines realigned, your clitars strummed like harps, and your titties sucked on like ribs. Um, I think we all deserve that after this hellfire that the last few months have been. I know I deserve that. And I sure will be out there with y'all looking for a cold gold chain to slap against my back. Because 2020 has been shit. Absolute fucking shit. And we deserved so much better. So much better. Remember all the plans that you had for this year? Mm. Rest in peace. Rest in fucking peace. Because this year will never come back from the depths of hell that it skedaddled to. <sighs> Anyways, let's get into some questions, shall we? Um, I'm actually very impressed with the quality of questions I got this past week. Y'all did a lot better. It was actually really hard for me to choose just three, but yes, this is what I like. Let's keep this up, guys. All right, question one. How do you feel about men who joke about trapping women with a baby? How do I feel? I feel like they should be tarred and feathered. Period. Because they're not fucking joking. They're not. When they say trap, they mean trap. They're very serious about trapping you with a baby. Even if they don't use the word trapped. Even if they just say they want you to have his baby. Listen to the language, okay? Listen to the language. Having a kid isn't something that you do on your own. You don't get yourself pregnant. So why is it framed as if it's your burden, your burden alone to bear? Do you know what they're actually saying when they say they want to put a baby in you? They're saying, you're an amazing woman, and I more than likely don't deserve you, and sooner or later you'll realize that you can do a lot better than me. So let me just impregnate you, even though I plan on breaking up with you by month seven of the pregnancy, just so you'll need me around for the next 18 years. And because you'll need me, I can use and abuse you any way I want. That is what he's saying to you. Please be smart, ladies. Be smart. Be diligent. Condoms, birth control, not having sex with men at all. Be smart. Like, I I know we all know men can lie their way into anything but please don't have a child with just anybody please I'm begging that was a good one that was a good one all right question two DW asks 
In your last podcast, you spoke about the topic of fetishism and race play. To be specific, you talked about capitalizing on it in the context of your personal experience on OnlyFans. In BDSM, where individuals explore all kinds of role play, such as rape play, age play, and all things taboo, it seems that race play is one that is shamed the most. So my question is, do you think that people who are sexually turned on parentheses, can we really control what gives us orgasms by race play? Are racists? Are they problematic? Well, people that get turned on by racial slurs, I mean, is can we tell people what they can and cannot be turned on by? N- no, not really. Because, you know, a lot of shit, you can't help it. However, do I think you're fucking weird? Do I think you need to seek therapy? Do I think you need help? Do I think you're mentally ill? Yes. Am I stopping you from being called the N-word while your white boyfriend I beats your pussy up? I don't know. I mean, I. that's your business. That is your business. I... I mean, if a black person wants to be called the N-word in bed, that's their business. If an Asian person wants to be called whatever Asian slur in bed, that's that's their business, so on and so forth. Do I think it's right? No, but can I tell them that they're wrong? I mean, I, I guess not really. I don't know. I don't like that shit. I don't like the race shit. I feel like there's there's so many other things to make your dick hard and make your pussy wet than being called a you know a monkey or a chimp or you know all all the other racial slurs out there. There's just so many, especially if you're black. Um, I just think there's better ways to get your rocks off than to be called awful, terrible things. I think there's worser things to be getting upset at like age play age play is disgusting um it's very pedophilic we should definitely be very angry at that race play it's just it's not my business that's how that's my stance on it it's not my business I wouldn't do it I'm not into it I think it's sick but it's not my business they're not hurting anyone however if you're white and you get turned on at at being called an n-word you need fucking help I'm not shocked. I expect most white people to, you know, tingle at the thought of being called the N-word, but nah. No. Find something else. Fucking Neanderthals. (laughs) All right. Last question. Anonymous asks, hey, I'm glad you brought the podcast back. Anyways, can you give some tips on beating some meat? (laughs) I I can't orgasm, and I don't know if it's a mental block or what. Thanks. Well, first off, are you relaxed and comfortable when you're trying to beat your meat? Because, you know, for a lot of women, having an orgasm is very mental. It's in the mind. It's in the brain. We need you to be in the right mindset, the right environment, with the right person, et cetera, et cetera, you know? And, and since it's you, you need to figure out what you like and what makes your knees buckle. Like, like, what are you doing? Are you 
Are you using toys like vibrators and, and dildos? Or are we going prehistoric style and we're just playing a DJ set on our clit with our hands? Like when I first started playing with my coochie, I just tried a whole bunch of shit till I found something that worked. You know, something that made my that made my toes crack. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know y'all get that good nut and your big toe just cracks. Mm, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I tried a bunch of shit till I found what works. And now that I know what works, I can tailor the experience for my current mood, okay? So now that I know what works, I can tailor the experience for my current mood, you know? Now I know that I need complete silence so I can concentrate. And if I do it after I've eaten and showered, I'm usually sleepy by the time I get to it. So I know one gentle flick across the clit and a pinch on the nipple and I'm going to be roaring like a lion. Okay? This is shit that you have to discover about yourself. We're not all the same. Like, I can't give you a blueprint to what makes you nut. I only know what makes me nut. I don't know about you. You got to figure out you. We all do. We all have to figure out ourselves so we know what we like and be able to communicate that with other people as well when we have partner sex. Very, very important. But like, girl, you're going to have to let me know what kind of methods you've tried, what you've done thus far in order to make yourself nut. So, you know, we can come back to this and I can give you a more detailed, I guess, guidebook. Because I'm kind of thinking you haven't really made a real attempt. So, yeah, there's only so much I can do (laughs) without knowing the details. So... Um, next time you send a question, you're going to have to get a little more down and dirty. And with that, we have reached the conclusion of this week's episode. I thank you guys for sticking with me and listening. If you feel compelled to do so, like, share, leave a review. All of it is support and all of it means so much to me. So I thank you guys in advance and I hope you guys take care of yourselves. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay positive. Take any breaks from social media that you feel like you need to take because I know with all the shit going on, things can get really heavy at times. Black people, black people, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Continue burning shit down. I wish I could be there with you, but I'm sending you all my love and support all the way from New Zealand. Keep it the fuck up. I'll see you guys next week.